Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. Wearing face shields on top of face masks will remain mandatory as the country continues its fight against the coronavirus pandemic, according to Cabinet Secretary Carlo Nograles. Nograles made the remark in response to Health Undersecretary Leopoldo Vega's statement on Wednesday that face shields no need to be worn on top of face masks when outdoors. Nograles added that they will discuss the issue in today's IATF's meeting. Meanwhile, Health Secretary Francisco Duque reiterates the importance of face shield as an added protection to the public, while not enough people have been vaccinated. The Department of Health said that the wearing of face shields in specific settings, such as in enclosed public spaces, has always been the standing policy. Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergara said that the Joint Memorandum Circular 2021-0001 on the clarificatory guidelines on the mandatory use of face shields outside of residence for COVID-19 mitigation states that, at the minimum, Face shields are required to be worn in enclosed public spaces, schools, workplaces, commercial establishments such as but not limited to food establishments, malls and public markets, public transport and terminals, and places of worship, other public places wherein one meter physical distancing is not possible, and there is gathering of more than 10 people at the same venue at the same time. Vergeria made the clarification after DOH Undersecretary Leopoldo Vega said that the public may remove their face shields outdoors. The DOH spokesperson further clarified that local government units, however, may implement stricter measures. If approved by President Duterte, the Department of Education said that the opening of school year 2021 to 2022 will be in August or September. While the preparations for the upcoming school year are ongoing, Brianna said that nothing has been finalized since there is a need to closely monitor the behavior of the new COVID-19, which is the Delta variant. Brianna said that if the new COVID-19 variant will be difficult to control or manage, DepEd will still recommend the opening of classes, but alternative learning delivery modalities will be used. Briones maintained that while learning continuity amid a pandemic remains challenging, education will not stop. DepEd will continue to find ways to ensure that no one should be left behind when it comes to education. Brianna told parents that while learning will still be challenging, there will be certain adjustments in the delivery of learning and manner of teaching, among others, to help learners 
cope with a distance or blended learning setup. The continuity of education, Brianna stressed, is very important for Filipino learners because missing out a year will have a great impact on their future and the country's future in general. In Metro News, COVID-19 vaccine supply running out in Taguig. Pasay City launches digital information kiosk. And Manila hires 127 personnel for its COVID-19 field hospital. More from these reports. The supply of COVID-19 vaccine in Taguig is running out due to high demand. The Taguig City government reportedly wants to raise the issue of vaccine supply with the national government so more people can be inoculated. The Taguig City government expects to reach its target of getting all its residents inoculated by December in line with its Road to Zero program. According to the Gig Registry for Access and Citizens Engagement or TRACE, the city has vaccinated more than 160,000 residents and workers under A1, A2, A3, and A4 categories since it started the inoculation in March. The city has apologized the public for long lines in some vaccination sites and said it is finding ways to solve the problem. The Pasay City Government launched a digital information kiosk to help its constituents minder through some requirements needed for permits and tax payments. The digital information kiosk serves as a map locator for taxpayers and visitors to easily locate the offices at the City Hall they want to visit. The kiosk also guides the way of visitors at the City Hall in going to the offices they have business or transaction with. Mayor Emi Calixtorbiano said the kiosk will also help the residents to easily coordinate with the City Government. Manila Mayor Francisco Isko Moreno Dumagoso on Wednesday, June 16 signed the contracts of 127 newly hired personnel for the city's COVID-19 field hospital. The city hired 20 doctors, 53 nurses, 20 job order workers, 10 admin personnel, 8 IT personnel, 8 radiological technicians, and 8 medical technologists. During the contract signing, Dumagoso assured the newly hired personnel that the city government will take care of their needs. Dumagoso also told the frontline workers to put their hearts into to their works in the field hospital as they will be involved in public service. The newly hired personnel will undergo a series of training prior to the opening of the field hospital on June 24. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Dengue cases in Pangasinan rise by 67%. 14 passengers rescued from troubled boat in Antique and nearly 27,000 Sign up for the national ID in Negros Oriental. Let's check out the details. The Provincial Health Office in Pangasinan has recorded 1,663 dengue cases from January 1 to June 14 this year, 67% higher than the 995 cases in the same period last year. Under Provincial Health Office's watch list are the cities of San Carlos, Alaminos, and Ordaneta, and the towns of Bayambang, Umingan, Binmali, Pozorubio, Lingayen, Calasiao, and Basista. Department of Health Center for Health Development in the Ilocos Region spokesperson Dr. Rewell Bobis said the Ilocos Region has a total of 1,600 dengue cases, including that of Pangasinan. 
He also reminded the public to practice the 4S habits against dengue or the search and destroy mosquito breeding sites, applying self-protection measures, seeking early consultation, and supporting fogging or spraying in times of impending outbreaks. The Philippine Coast Guard rescued at least 14 passengers aboard a distressed boat that encountered engine trouble in Semirara Island in Antique on Tuesday, June 15. In an incident report, the PCG said the passengers while traveling to Barangay Dawis, Kaluya, Antique, their boat friends Zoe experienced engine trouble. The rescuers was able to locate and ensure the safe return of passengers. No passengers and crew members were reported injured during the incident. The total number of persons registered under the Philippine Identification System or PhilSys in Negros Oriental already reached 26,919 on the second round of the signed-up, the Philippine Statistics Authority in the province said. The PSA in Negros Oriental said the total output as of June 15 is from the six cities and 19 municipalities of Negros Oriental. The second round of registration, starting June 1st until December 31 of this year, targets 400,000 registrants for the National ID system. The National ID shall be a valid proof of identity that will be a means of simplifying public and private transactions, enrollment in schools, and the opening of bank accounts. In world news, U.S. to buy 200 million more doses of Moderna COVID vaccine. Moscow orders mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations and France to end mandatory outdoor masks and COVID curfew. Details in these reports. The United States has reached a deal to buy 200 million more doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine with the option to purchase variant-specific boosters that are in pipeline, the BioNTech company said Wednesday. The purchase brings Washington's confirmed order to 500 million doses of the two-shot regimen. But vaccinations hit a high water mark in April and have been declining since the experts fear under-immunized areas in the country's south could incubate new waves. The next big threat is likely to come from the Delta variant, which was first identified in India and currently dominant in Britain, where it has driven a new rise in cases and delayed reopening measures. Moscow local government on Wednesday ordered mandatory vaccinations for residents of the Russian capital working in the service industry, citing a dramatic rise in coronavirus infections. The increase in cases comes as authorities struggle to encourage Russians to get vaccinated, even though the country launched a mass campaign of free jobs in December also include a lottery to win a car for all who will get vaccinated. Despite introducing a strict lockdown after the pandemic swept across Russia last spring, authorities lifted most restrictions by midsummer in an effort to protect the struggling economy. France on Wednesday said it was ending the obligation to wear masks outside and would bring forward the lifting of a nighttime curfew as COVID infections fall and country's vaccination drive picks up. Prime Minister Sean Castex said masks will still be required outdoors, on public transport, in stadiums, and other crowded places. He said the government aimed to have around 35 million people completely vaccinated by the end of the summer, representing a little over half of the population. So far, 16.5 million people have been fully vaccinated. Here now with the latest in showbiz, let's watch this.
Actress Nadine Lustre has said that she is leaving everything to her lawyer attorney Lorna Kapunan on settling her case against Viva Artist Agency. This she said during a recent interview with Boy Abunda who asked her to comment on the issue. Lustre was referring to the recent decision of the Quezon City Regional Trial Court which ordered the star to continue honoring her contract with Viva. Lustre also talked about her relationship with her former real and real partner actor James Reed. She said they have supported each other immensely and even though after their breakup, they remained close. Lustre also pointed out that she is not seeing anybody these days as she is busy and that she wants to work on herself. And the latest from Manila Bulletin's sports section. Let's watch this. Coach Tab Baldwin praised the performance and competitiveness of Kai Soto in Gilas Pilipinas' dramatic 81-78 win over South Korea to secure a spot in the FIBA Asia Cup. The 7'3 finished with 11 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 assists in 18 minutes in his senior national team debut despite having to make a lot of catching up after arriving from the United States last May 31. Coach Tab Baldwin said Soto's response from a slow start against South Korea's naturalized player Ricardo Ratliff allowed him to make most of the minutes in the opener of the final qualification window at the Angeles University Foundation Sports and Cultural Center in Pampanga. Baldwin acknowledged that Soto still needs a lot of catching up despite his performance but expressed confidence that there'll be more good games the 19-year-old can provide in the future. And those are the news on web today, June 17, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph or you can also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.